0: God bless you and welcome to the Legacy Leadership Training Podcast. I am your host, Apostle Shay McKinney, the pastor and founder of Legacy Kingdom Embassy and located 3705B Airport Circle, Northwest Wilson, North Carolina, 27896. Now, Legacy Leadership Training Tuesdays are held at our location every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m., and you are certainly welcome to come and join us. Now, let's immerse ourselves immediately into our topic of discussion, how to know the voice of God. Let me preface this discussion today by honoring my father and nurturer, Chief Apostle SC McKinney, the pastor and founder of Greater Oasis Temple Incorporated here in the city of Wilson, who has transitioned and gone home to be with the Lord. He fought a good fight, amen, and he kept the faith and he's gone on now. We just give God honor and glory for that great man of God. Amen. I served under him and his teaching for 38 years and learned a great deal from For many years of teaching, on-the-job training, and later on to hear God for my father when he was so sick to respond himself. Amen. God's voice, number one, matches or reflects his word, which is the word of God, the Bible. I'm going to say that again. God's voice matches or reflects his word, the Bible. And number two, the Bible will confirm what personally Uh, He will give you himself or the instructions that someone else gives you, amen, by him. I'm going to say that again. The Bible will confirm what God personally gives you himself or any instructions that God will use someone else to give you, amen. And number three, God's voice would never, and I do mean never, contradict the Bible. Glory to God. Amen. Now, before we can go on, we have to establish first, if we're we're talking about something about God and what He does, the best way to explain it is to first get the things out of the way that God will never say or God will never do. Glory to God. So the first thing that God will never say is he will never deny Jesus Christ. So whatever voice it is speaking to you, if it's not embracing Jesus as Lord, that is not the voice of God. In the Bible, the word of God says in John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The second thing that the voice of God would not say, he would never belittle you or make you feel inferior. Glory to God, even his chastisement is affirming. I love that. Even God's chastisement is affirming. He will rebuke you. He will chastise you. He will correct you, but it will be done in love. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 and 10, but God disciplines us for our good, not for our evil. He's not going to hurt us. Somebody say, amen. He's not going to do it out of hate, maliciousness. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But the word of God said in order that we may share in his holiness. He wants to correct us so that we will be in right standing with him and do things like he does things righteous and in holiness. Number three, he will never, and I do mean never, instruct you to indulge in any sinful activity. Glory to God. So if a voice spoke to you and told you to do something that is not, hallelujah, in the word of God, and it embraces anything that is sinful, that is not the voice of God. Romans 6, the first chapter and the second verse says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Glory to God. Number four, what will the voice of God never say to us? He will never cause division between brethren. Ooh, I need to say that again. He will never cause division between brethren. The Bible says, says excuse me, in Proverbs 6, to 10th, Through the 19th verse, six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to go to do wrong, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Glory to God. So if any of those things came to you in a voice, amen, and it, amen, was false. It speaks lies. It sows discord amongst the brethren. That is not the voice of God. (coughs) Excuse me. Number five, he will never endorse your hate for anyone. Glory to God. The Bible says in Matthew the 5th chapter and the 44th verse, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Glory to God. So if Any voice speaks to you and it has something inside of it that speaks of hate, glory to God, and not love. That was not the voice of God. Number six, he would never say someone can't be saved. Glory to God. If Hallelujah. A voice spoke to you and it does not encourage you to pray for someone's salvation, to doom them and cast them into hell. That is not the voice of God. Second Peter, the third chapter and the ninth verse said, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Somebody say, amen. The seventh thing that we know that God will never, ever say. He will never be in agreement with you doubting his will, his word, or his way. The Bible says in James, the first chapter, the sixth through the eighth verse. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Woo, good God. So he's not even speaking to you. If you, hallelujah, are in doubt and you're wavering minded, if you say one thing and do something else, glory to God, that is not the voice of God. The Bible says such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. Glory to God. The eighth thing that he will never say, God will never confirm your fears. The Bible says in John fourteen twenty seven, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give you as the world gives, Hallelujah. And I. he said, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Glory to God. So the voice of the Lord that comes to you is not going to embrace you when you are fearing or when you are fearful, when you are speaking doubt, when you are speaking unbelief. That is not the voice of God. Glory to God. Joshua 1 and 9 said, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Glory to God. When we speak, hallelujah, gl- glory to God. The Bible says, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So if it is a voice that speaks anything of fear, that is not the voice of God. Number nine, he will never tell you to disobey godly authority. Ooh, I need to park right there. For a while <laughs> because everybody that says that God spoke to them and it does not embrace or endorse spiritual authority, you are out of order. Glory to God. The Bible says in Romans the 13th chapter, the first and the second verse, let everyone be subject. That means submit to the governing authorities. Glory to God. For there is no authority except that which God has established. Glory to God. It says the authorities that exist have been established by God. And it says, consequently, who rebels against the authority is uh, rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Glory to God. I learned this very early on in ministry as I was following my father in the gospel. I learned that even if I did not understand to submit, amen, to what God was telling my pastor. Glory to God. I didn't always agree and there were many times, glory to God, when I wanted to go on my own, but I learned to submit my will, glory to God, to the authority of the one that God, hallelujah, had placed over my life to be the watchman on the wall for my soul. Glory to God. And in so doing, God honored him, hallelujah, that when he gave me instructions, he never lied to me. And everything that he spoke to me, God always brought it to pass because he did so with fear and reverence for God. Amen. That he was shaping me and making me for what God wanted me to do and be in life. And I thank God for that on today. But I just need to reemphasize amen. That if you are saying that God spoke to you and it is against the authority that God has placed over your life, you are out of order. You must submit, amen, to those that God has established hallelujah as the governing authority over your life. True enough, the word is your authority. God is your authority. But not only that, God has placed people in your life. Glory to God, your pastors. Amen. Glory to God, those, hallelujah, that you are going, amen, to receive the word of God from. God have placed them in your life for you to submit to their authority that they would give you. Amen. The word of the Lord for your life. Instructions for your life. Not theirs, but that that God has already preordained through the word of God. Hallelujah. That is so important for us to understand. And the reason why this is a prerequisite for you. Amen. To know authorities in the earth realm. Natural authorities. is because they shape your spirit for submission when it comes to God. Oftentimes, glory to God, when God speak to us, he'll speak to us in, uh, with a voice of authority that we recognize. Many times, God would speak to me in in the the voice of my father. Why? Because I knew him as the voice of authority that was in my life. Glory to God. Uh, Just recently, hallelujah, I had a woman of God to call me and let me know that she had a dream. And in that dream, glory to God, hallelujah, she heard my father's voice. Amen. And she said the instruction was not, hallelujah, for for her, the instruction instruction was for me. And she said, my father's voice came, amen, in that dream and said, Lachey, slow your roll. Glory to God. I knew that was my father's voice. Glory to God. It was something that he would say. So I had to check my spirit to find out what God was saying to me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so I'm so thankful tonight. Hallelujah. To know that God will speak to us because we're already familiar with the voice of a authority in our lives. If you don't submit to anybody, it's going to be very difficult for you to submit to God. Hallelujah. God placed our parents in our lives as our voice of authority. Then he gave us from our parents to our teachers, amen, in school, educational teachers, glory to God, our principals, hallelujah, voices of authority like the police, amen, people with authority, we learn to be obedient to them, and when we have that establishment of authority in our lives, and we are submissive to them, it will be easy for us, glory to God, to give that type of submission, amen, to God as the authoritative figure in our lives. Glory to God. And then, hallelujah, another thing that God would not do, he would never, this is number 10, he would never tell you that he doesn't love you. If the voice of the Lord that is speaking to you is a voice of hate, demoralizing you. Glory to God. Making you feel as if God does not love you. That is not the voice of God. If it's telling you something, glory to God, to hate yourself, to kill yourself, to do something that you're not supposed to do to destroy yourself, that is not the voice of God. If it's condemning you, that's not God's voice. Glory to God. First John 4 and 16 says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. Glory to God. God is love, not hate. Glory to God. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Glory to God. So we wanted to make sure that we establish what the voice of God will never say. What the voice of God will never do. Glory to God. Once we establish that, it'll be easy for us to set these things up for us to understand what God's voice will do. Now, when we speak of knowing the voice of God, we're speaking of relationship. We're talking about time that's spent to get to know or to become familiar with God. The scripture says, glory to God, and and, and, and and Adam knew his wife. He became intimate with her. He had a special bond with her. Glory to God. And that's how we're supposed to be with God. We're supposed to know him. We're supposed to have an intimate relationship with him. Now... Boyfriends and girlfriends, husband and wives, they become familiar with each other, uh, with each other's voice, with each other's mode of operation, glory to God, their predictability, they become familiar with it through an intimate relationship. Lots of times, glory to God, they spend time talking on the phone, courtship, dinner dates, walking in the park, love letters, hallelujah, that they build and bond, hallelujah, that relationship, they forge that relationship with one another, hallelujah, that if they heard that other person's voice, it would. they would immediately glory to God, have their attention arrested. And they could be blindfolded, but they know that, hallelujah, uh, companions' voice. Above thousands of other voices. They know that voice pattern. That voice inflection. They know the sound of that voice. Glory to God. A mother knows the sound of her daughter or her son's cry. Their babies cry. Glory to God. They can hear it distinctively and know it. Hallelujah. Different from any other baby. They know their babies cry because they're intimate with them. And babies know their mother's voices because they become familiar with her communicating with them while they're in the womb. And then after birth, the mommy talks to them. It sings to them. It whispers words of love to them while touching them, hallelujah, and walking, uh, rocking them to sleep. That baby learns that, uh, m- that mommy's touch, that mommy's smell, that mommy's presence, and that mommy's sound. Glory to God. And the mommy introduces the child to the father while in the belly. Every time the, belly, uh, the baby kicks the mom's belly, the mother tells that man to touch the stomach. Hallelujah. Put his hands on her belly. Hallelujah. And when the baby is delivered, the doctor put the... Baby on the mom's belly. And the mom bonds with the baby first so that the baby can feel the comfort of the familiarity between that baby and its mother. Glory to God. And then the mother in turn passes the baby to the father and the father begins, hallelujah, to communicate with that baby. Glory to God. Until the baby knows the smell, knows the touch, knows the voice of the father as well. Now I went through all of that to say this, that's how we know God. We build the same relationship with Him, glory to God, through time that we spend with Him. Somebody say glory to God. Hallelujah. We're supposed to spend time with God. This reveals who He is, what He likes, how He reacts, why He responds to different things. Glory to God in different ways. The Bible says in John, the 10th chapter. Glory to God. I lost my place. John 10. Yes. John 10 and 28. It says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Glory to God. That's how we're supposed to be with God. We got to get to know him through spending quality time with God. You're not going to know his divorce in one day. You're not going to know his divorce, glory to God, sometimes in one month. It comes through constant companionship with him. Glory to God. Spending time, first of all, in his word. You know, when I was coming up in ministry, my father taught me something, glory to God, about spending time with God. He said, you're not even going to know how to pray unless you get in the word of the Lord. Glory to God, you got to spend time in the Bible. He used to say something that all of us laugh at today, but it is so true. He said, y'all going to go to hell for reading that Bible. He said, the Bible never told you to read the Bible. It tells you to Study, glory to God, to show yourself approved, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Glory to God. That's so much truthful implications in what he said, Hallelujah! Because many times we read the Bible and we think we know God, but when we begin to study, study in each word, studying the context in which it was said, studying the time frame and what it was said, who it was spoken to, glory to God, we get an opportunity to learn what God was really relating, not just the letter of it, Hallelujah, but the spirit of what he was saying and why he said what he said. Glory to God. You got to spend time saints in the word of God. The word of God, hallelujah, uh, reveals his character. It reveals God's mindset. It reveals what he likes. It reveals what he doesn't like. What he's opposed to. Somebody say amen. It reveals to us his very mindset. Glory to God. And so when you look into your life and you're thinking that God is saying do this or do that. He may not even be saying that. Because that is not what he's accustomed to saying. God don't even talk like that. He don't give you instructions like that. Glory to God. If you get in his word, you would know. Hallelujah. When God is speaking to you and when He's not speaking to you. So, you might ask me a question Well, Sister Lachey, how do you start, glory to God, to build a relationship with God? The first thing you got to do is relax. You got to learn how to relax and have a genuine interest to get to know God because it's not complicated. I don't care what nobody tells you. There's no rocket science, glory to God, to get to have a relationship with God. It's nothing spooky in having a relationship with God. Hallelujah. What it is, is relaxing. And spending time with God, not being in no hurry, putting your phone down, glory to God, cutting the television off, glory to God, and having you a block of time where you can spend with God by yourself uninterrupted. And and you know, many times we don't do that because we're not comfortable with being alone. We're not comfortable with being by ourselves. And the enemy will tell us that we're not, God is not listening. This is stupid. This is uncomfortable. This is foolish. God is not going to respond. You're not good enough to hear from God. But I come to tell you today that God loves you. And he is just as interested in you having a relationship with him. glory to God, as he is interested in him having a relationship with you. The Bible says that can't nobody come to the Father except the Holy Spirit draw them. And you've been sensing that pull. You've been sensing him pulling you away from your family, pulling you away from your friends, pulling you away, glory to God, from Facebook, pulling you away. He's saying to you, come unto me. And many times we won't do it. We ignore God, but you will never know his voice unless you start obeying the promptings that you feel that the Holy Spirit is saying to you. The first thing you're going to say is come away with me. Amen. Stop all of the the distractions. Put those distractions down and just spend some time with me alone. Even if you don't say a word, stay in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Think on his goodness. Be thankful and grateful for what God has done in your life. For the years he has kept you. The things he has done. Glory to God. What he has provided for you. Hallelujah. Spending time just being thankful. You can even start with, if you can't say it out, write it out. (laughs) Glory to God. If you can't speak it out, write it out. Write what God has done for you. Lord, I thank you because you have blessed me with life. I thank you for the activity of my limbs. I thank you, Lord, for the hair on my head. Eyes that can see. Glory to God. A heart that's pumping blood. Breath in my lungs. Honey, you can start thanking God and that will carry you into the very presence of God. Hallelujah. And while you are thanking him, you will feel his presence in that room. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then you'll begin, hallelujah, be able to Hallelujah. Begin to speak more things to him. So you got to relax first and have a genuine interest in getting to know him. Not so you can be something great, but because he's your father. Glory to God, and everything that concerns you, concerns God. He wants to know why you're hurting. He wants to know what you're feeling. He wants to know about that confusion. He wants to know about that thing you hate or dislike. He wants to know, glory to God, about what's bothering you. Glory to God. If you'll stop talking to God... God will have open ears to hear you. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, if you wait long enough, he'll start talking back. Glory to God. Many of us don't get the voice of God because we get up too soon. We do not want to wait for him to respond. It takes patience. To hear the voice of God. And I don't care how many people tell you that God speaks all the time. God does not talk while you are talking. Woo, good God Almighty, I just said a mouthful right there. God will not talk while you are talking. Glory to God. He wants to wait until you are calm and still and you are listening intently to hear what He has to say. He is a perfect gentleman. God waits for your silence, He waits until He has your undivided attention. Glory to God, when you are truly anticipating, hallelujah, His prompting, His leading, glory to God, when you are seeking Him with all of your heart, that's when God will begin to reveal Himself to you. Glory to God, you got to know that God is with you. You gotta know that he's omnipotent. He's all-knowing. There's not one subject that you can address God with that God does not already know the answer. Glory to God. He knows where those keys are. Glory to God. He knows, hallelujah, what job is right for you. He knows, glory to God, what mate was the one that he created just for you. He knows, glory to God, hallelujah, what your calling is. He knows what your destiny is. He knows everything. You can't pose a question that God will be clueless of. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You will never stump God. You will never take him by surprise. You will never catch God when he does not have an answer to your question. Glory to God. He is omnipotent. He knows everything glory to god and not only is the omnipotent saints he is omnipresent he's everywhere at the same time glory to god so if you're one of those ones glory to god that thinks oh god it's little oh me i know you don't have time i know you busy you don't have time for me You got the wrong God. Glory to God. You don't have the God that we serve. Glory to God, Jehovah God. He's everywhere. Hallelujah. At the same time, he takes just as much time with you as he takes with the anointed pastor, leader, apostle. Glory to God. You can just be a sheep and God will take time to talk to you. That's encouraging. Hallelujah. So we need to learn how to take the time to talk to him all day. Acknowledge his presence. Invite him in on our time. Give him permission to sit with us. Glory to God. Give him permission. Glory to God to just sup with you. Get you a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or a glass of Kool-Aid. Come on, a Sprite or a Dr. Pepper. That's my favorite. Glory to God. And pull you up. A chair and sit down and talk to God. Hallelujah. Some days you'll cry. Because you have so much on your heart. And you'll just cry out to God. Get it out. Get it out. I used to tell the young people when when I was teaching Sunday school class, I said, you need to talk to God like you were talking to your best friend. Glory to God. Talk to him just like that. You don't have to have a whole lot of these and bows. And you, you don't have to preach to God. God, I, we want to thank you. I. You don't have to do all of that. Just talk to God like you're talking to your best friend. He loves it when you're plain and simple. He loves for you to love him enough to take off the preacher collar. Take off the preacher robe. Glory to God. Take off your title. Take off your disposition and just be you. I'm just Lache when I talk to God. Hallelujah. I'm Lache when I talk to you. I don't care nothing about titles. Glory to God. But I'm Lache when I'm talking to God. I'm transparent with Him. If it's something bothering me, I take the time to tell God, Lord, now I am feeling feeling some type of way today. And I talk to God just like that. He appreciates your transparency. He appreciates you taking time with Him. He appreciates you just sitting down talking to Him. And can I tell you, that's when He discloses Himself to you the most. When you are nonpretentious pretentious When you're just transparent and you're just being you. That's when God will sit down and talk to you. Glory to God. Yes, He will. And some, t- some other days, glory to God, you will be Hallelujah. You're asking for specific requests and you're asking him for his wisdom on certain things, and that's good. Glory to God. When you do that, you're building a relationship with God. I want to give you some scripture on that. The first thing you got to do, you got to reverence God. You got to fear him. What I mean by fear, I mean respect God, to know that he's holy, that he's sovereign, that he knows all things, and that without him you are nothing. Glory to God. Bible says, glory to God, that fear is the beginning of wisdom. If you want to hear his voice, you got to first respect him. Know that he's God and know that he has your breath in his hands. Glory to God. Know that your times are in his hands and know that without God's wisdom, you are nothing. Let him know that you acknowledge that when he knows that you have humbled yourself and you are reverent to him, glory to God, he will begin, glory to God, to disclose him himself in a very real way. Hallelujah. The Bible says hallelujah that in Psalms 92 and 8, but you, O Lord, are exalted forever. When you come to God, you exalt Him. You extol Him. You make Him higher than your situation. Make Him higher than your circumstance. Make Him higher than any other hallelujah human figure in the earth. Those people don't matter when you're talking to God at that time. You come to reverence Him for being your God and that if He doesn't talk to you, if He doesn't reveal to you, then you will go on without His knowledge, without His wisdom, without His understanding. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29 and 13, Hallelujah, knowing you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I love that verse of Scripture. Jeremiah 29 and 13, when God gets your undivided attention, baby, baby, When you seek him and you're not looking for nothing else, you're not looking for man's voice, you're not looking for no prophetic word from no other person, but you are seeking God because you really want to know what he has to say concerning your matter, the Bible says, glory to God, that you will seek him and you will find him when you're seeking with all your heart. Glory to God. And you beat in on the promises of God. You beat in to his instructions and his wisdom on a certain thing. God will give you his instructions every time. Now it may not come right then, but you keep listening. Glory to God, he won't lead you astray. The Bible says in Psalm 63 and 1, Oh God, you are my God earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my body longs for you in a dry and a weary land where there is no water. Glory to God. This is David telling God, look, I'm earnest about this thing. I'm gonna tell you something. God not gonna come to you in no kind of voice. Hallelujah. Whether it's audible or an inner witness, He's not going to come to you unless you are earnest. Unless you are seriously seeking him for his wisdom. Glory to God. He's not going to disclose anything to you. Hallelujah. Your own reasoning will kick in and tell you to do certain things. Hallelujah. And many people Go off of their own personal reasoning, their own personal presumptions. Glory to God. But if you want to hear God himself give you instructions, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait until God knows that you are seeking him earnestly. Glory to that, that you are not anxious for nothing. You're not moving out on a whim. You're not doing or saying anything in your own, hallelujah, intellect, your own mind, your own will, your own desires. He wants to wait it out. Sometimes he won't say nothing to you for months to see how bad. You want to know Him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That you'll keep on coming back. Glory to God. That you'll keep on seeking after Him. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to have to stop now. Glory to God. I got much more to tell you. So, I'm going to have a part two to this. But this is the beginning of how to know the voice of God. I thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast today. But stay tuned for part two. God bless you.